This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Raz Siddiqui, I'm here with Zach Rizzuto. It's trade time. Week six trades. We're going to go over some buys, some sells. I think this is, you know, one of the best parts of fantasy football. When you have a league that likes to trade, uh, that's always yeah. a good thing. You know, I, I hear from a lot of people that, oh, my league, you know, the p- people in my league don't like to trade. We don't get that many trades done. If anything, we get one or two trades done a year. Boo-hoo. That sucks. You got to get Couldn't a new league us. that loves to trade. Couldn't be us. <laughs> Matter of fact, like, but we are in a league that, like, I don't think we've, we've had one trade. Yeah, you know, it's so. a bunch of it's a bunch of people who really know what they're doing, and it seems like, like nobody wants to be outsmarted. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, it's just not going to happen. Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be like maybe one or two trades in that league, but it does suck. It, it, it's much better if you're in a league that does a lot of trades so that's what we're doing today we're gonna go over some buys go over some sells uh and yeah in terms of news i think you know the only piece of news here james connor there's no update you know on his status in terms of that rib injury no word on whether like we didn't get any word that it's serious so that could be a good sign for him daryl williams is not going to play this week according to i think it was ian rapaport who rapaported about that and then so so you know benjamin at this point is going to be the guy for the most part. Even if James Conner plays, uh, this could be a multi-week thing, you know, because Daryl Williams was already ruled out. It's it's Wednesday, and he's ruled out with a knee injury. So that means he has some sort of MCL sprain or something like that, and he could be out for a couple weeks, which means that if Conner is a little bit banged up, interventions is likely going to have a role over the next week or two. Yeah, that's what it looks like, and it looks like we have – um a comment already talking about you know benjamin but um yeah you know benjamin he's going to be the guy to kind of pick up with james connor a little bit banged up um i'm not expecting you know even though there isn't a report the news on james connor is that there isn't news yet regarding his injury um i think even if he does play this week which i, I think he's going to it might be in a limited capacity compared to what we usually expect from james connor you know benjamin is going to be the guy um I, i'm happy picking him up i tried adding him in one league it didn't really go well. I, I shot low, hoping I could steal him. I, I, that wasn't the case. Um, yeah, yeah, in the lead that we're playing against each other, you know, we talked about this yesterday. Like, you, you, you know, Benjamin was going to be the guy you had to pick up because Kenneth Walker wasn't available. Uh, you know, some of these other running backs, you know, and you bid too low, buddy. I saw it. <laughs> you know, I saw that you only you, you bid a couple dollars. I think you got outbid by my brother-in-law. Um, and I, I'm going to actually shoot him a text right now. I'm, I'm going to thank him. I'm going to thank him. <laughs> um yeah you think so, so uh it's not looking good for you this week you know like i don't want to talk too much shit because like 
when I do, um, all my my entire t- roster just gets hurt that week, and then yeah. I lose. I lose, and I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much. <laughs> I mean, you are still, you are you are starting Cooper Rush, so like we'll see how it goes. Maybe, maybe. Listen, I've never crossed my fingers so so tightly, uh, and hoping that Mac Jones will play this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I actually, I had to spend up a little bit to get Mac Jones because someone dresses the super flex league and we know quarterbacks are at a premium so even mac jones mac jones is somebody that i got to start this week hopefully over cooper cup no, uh, i'm sorry no. cooper rush yeah my Not team's cooper in some cup. serious trouble i mean you have christian mccaffrey and Ramondre stevenson these are running backs going up against my brian robinson and daryl henderson <laughs> oh been, baby i've already been through oh, the baby. ringer with injuries you know deandre swift he missed the last couple of weeks he's on bye now so he should be back after this week so you're lucky and then i had rashad penny before he went down so that was my only hope now i just gotta you know cross my fingers up for the best i'm kind of expecting a loss here i'll, I'll go back to 500 and just reload next week. <laughs> <laughs> i hear you i hear you hey man that sounds good to me um listen uh Tua, he's gonna be back in week six i'm sorry week seven most likely he's gonna be out this week uh but he is gonna be starting to practice which is a great sign for him um tyreek hill they're optimistic that he is going to play this week uh he he did have a um a boot on that foot you know he had that foot injury they said that he was fine after the game and they are optimistic that he's going to play but just keep that in mind monitor his practice reports throughout the week if he doesn't practice today on wednesday not a huge deal uh right. let's see what else um teddy bridgewater he likely won't play this week either it's probably gonna be skylar thompson who is going to get the start um teddy bridgewater is in the concussion protocol right now but like that it wouldn't be teddy bridgewater if he passed concussion protocol during the game so I'm not really sure what's going on there. I think that, I mean, I would assume there's still a chance that Bridgewater can play, but we'll yeah. see. And you, you got to Adams, so. dude. Uh, yeah. You got to hope so, man. If you want like Tyreek Hill to play and do well and Jalen Waddle to play and do well. Yeah. No, hundred yeah. percent. Devonta Adams. Uh, he's being charged with a misdemeanor assault after shoving that cameraman down after the game, when he was going into the tunnel, the league is reviewing it and there is a suspension on the table potentially for Devonta Adams. And I would assume it wouldn't be more than a game. Uh, if, if that, um, hopefully not, you know, hopefully he's not yeah. suspended. You know, he did apologize right after the game. You know, it doesn't seem like it's in his, his character that, uh, but you know, like maybe the NFL is trying to like put their foot down to just kind of, cause it, it was in the public, in the public eye, you know, this was a TMZ thing where, you know, they showed it through <laughs> to like non NFL crowds right yeah so this could be a pr type of issue where the nfl is going to say like okay like we saw what happened and we're going to take care of it so it would suck though the devonta adams obviously on a buy right now and then he might get suspended in week seven hope that doesn't happen i hope he can yeah. just play that that's what i'm hoping too and just a little input from my end you know i'm looking at it as if alvin Kamara, you know the whole saga with the pro bowl thing you know it looks like he might have, you know, roughed somebody up after the game and he hasn't been suspended at all or done anything. They haven't done anything. Obviously, they pushed his hearings back a little bit. If they're not going to act on something like that, you know, I mean, I don't see how this can be a suspension. I think a fine might be in order or something, you know, maybe pay off whatever he's asking for. You know, you're not going to be. um I don't think it's going to be that much, whatever it is. You know, obviously, follow right. the police report. He might have some some damages to cover. But I think that, you know, this doesn't really warrant 
a suspension. He was frustrated. Obviously, he shouldn't have done it, but this isn't something like we've seen players get suspended for uh, much worse. This doesn't really even go into the realm for me of suspension. Although, you know, I'm I'm not a rule guy. I I don't know how they're going to treat this, but I don't think this this constitutes a suspension at all. We've seen much worse on field. If Aaron Donald can swing helmets around during a joint practice in the offseason, you know, and use them as weapons like Miles Garrett did, and he didn't face any suspension, I think that this should fall by the wayside. I hear you, man. I'm not a rule follower either. Yeah, I, hear, yeah. I hear that. All right. Let's go ahead and get into some some buys and sells. Um, the first guy that I want to talk about is Deontay Johnson. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, just check out these graphics, man. Just check out these graphics that 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 Zach created here. Like this is this is some he's he's a talented guy as you can tell. So we're trying to up our game uh, in terms of uh, these uh, these graphics here on YouTube, trying to make this a legit show here. And Zach is doing a really good job uh, doing that. Um, all right. So let's dude. I kind of liked what I saw out of the Steelers offense, you know, this yeah. week, um, even though they only scored three points. Right. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm from, from what I saw from Kenny Pickett compared to what I saw from Teddy, Bridgewater from Mitch Trubisky over the past couple weeks. I'm okay with it. And Deontay Johnson, you know, he saw his first, his fourth double-digit target game of the season. Uh, he led the Steelers in Tartine, which accounted for 24% target share, 43% air yard share, and he now has a quarterback upgrade. And, you know, I and I'm saying he has a quarterback update based on what I've seen in one and a half games so far, you know, there's yeah. another tough matchup this week against Tampa. Uh, but I kind of like what I saw to Deontay. We know that he earns targets at a high rate. So I'm kind of, I'm okay with uh, buying Deontay Johnson right now. Cause we know he can be a high end fantasy asset. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. If you watch Deontay Johnson play or just every time, like if you're on red zone, you don't sit and watch a game or ever. If you ever watch a red zone, watch a red zone broadcast or any Pittsburgh game, Every time the ball goes to Deontay Johnson, even if he's not catching it in bounds, he's always catching the ball. And that's just, it's like, he's so talented. He's so good at just catching the ball that you got to figure, you know, if he was in any sort of better situation, he'd be a much better producing fantasy wide receiver. That said, I'm more interested in shooting the moon for Johnson. I think that's kind of what it amounts to for me because the offense he's on is pretty bad. Um, I'll shoot the moon if I have three or more wins um, this season. You know, if I'm in a good spot as far as my record goes, I'll, I'll try and pick him up on the low. Um, it's difficult to predict whether or not the payoff will be there with Pickett leading the offense because he is a rookie and we don't know what he's going to look like, you know, playing against a regular, maybe league average defense, um, not on the road. But um, with Johnson, there's always a chance that the Steelers offense continues to stagnate. So that's kind of what has me a little bit leery on it. His range of outcomes is super broad. He's on my target list if I want to add quality depth. But I'd really look elsewhere to buy a receiver if I'm at two wins or less because of that floor being so low. Um, that said, he's very talented. I do believe Pickett is a significant upgrade, like you said, over Trubisky from a fantasy perspective. But with a matchup against the Bucks this week, it might not be till late October that a move for Deontay would actually start to pay off. So this is a long-term move if you're buying Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I hear that. I I, I want to buy him now, man, because I, I don't look at this Tampa, you know, the defense is good overall. Yeah. But, you know, I, I look at this as like a, hey, like, let me get Deontay, right? He didn't have a great game. This, I mean, he had a decent game this past week. He's been getting the targets. He hasn't put up crazy numbers just yet. And, hey, man, like, he has a tough defense. He has a tough matchup coming up. Yeah. Why, don't you, why don't you pass him my way? 
passing yeah. my way right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't always look at the the next matchup as being a deterrent for me to buy. I look at look at it as a uh, and I'm a natural salesman, I guess. But like, yeah. I want to I want to use that against you know the person who has Deontay Johnson and say like, mm-hmm. hey, like he has a tough matchup coming up this week. I'll take him off your hands for you. Right? Are you going to play yeah. him? Are you going to play Deontay Johnson this week in that tough matchup against Tampa? Yeah, <laughs> I, could take, I, I could take him off your hands. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't, you should wait to buy him until after this week. I'm just saying that this week coming up, I think it's more of a long-term ad for Deontay Johnson because it's a rough matchup. And it's also, like I said, Kenny Pickett, he's making a second start against, I think, a top half defense. I mean, obviously the Bills defense is very good. I wouldn't call them just top half. They're probably top five or six in the league. But, um, you know, Bucks, they aren't anything to sneeze at on defense. I think that could give Kenny Pickett some fits again. But once they come back from their bye after this week, I think they have their bye after this week. Um, I think that we could look at, you know, Deontay Johnson really picking it up from a fantasy production standpoint. Um, I'm not saying don't buy him now. You know, we have him on the buy list. Obviously, buy him now. Um, but like I said, it just might take a little bit of time for that payoff to come um, as we go forward. And guys, just just to let you know, Zach is allowed to disagree, Okay. Just letting you guys know we don't we don't we don't come into these podcasts agreeing on everything. So so I'm I'm you know just know that we we didn't go into this podcast and be like hey like Zach listen you got to agree with everything I say man all right just right. want to make that clear. <laughs> it's tight shit right. that we run. It, it's it is it is except that except that you're yeah, allowed yeah. to have your own opinions. Um all right let's move on to the next guy we have here Amara St. Brown. Um by the way just shout out to Mike our producer here the dude. Moving on, moving these graphics right along. Appreciate Heck you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Amara St. Brown, though, high end wide receiver one. Okay. And if you can buy him any cheaper than that, do it while he's hurt and do it while he's in his bye week because they can't use him anyway. Right. And he's kind of hurt. And there's no guarantee that he plays in week seven. Um, maybe, he, I mean, if I had to guess if he's going to play in week seven, uh, I would say that he does play because he did just play this past week and he played a limited snap count, obviously, and that might have hurt that fantasy owner a little bit. Maybe he doesn't like Amara St. Brown as much as he did a couple weeks ago because he did him dirty. He only played, yeah. you know, on a handful of snaps. Uh, he got a huge target share, huge target routes uh, per route run. Um, but, you know, this is a situation where I'm looking to buy him as a high-end wide receiver one. It's basically Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, who would you rather have after those guys? Is it Amon Ra? Out, out of the rest of them? Yeah, I'd say Amon Ra. Amon Ra. So that's what it would be. Right? Yeah. But, you, you know, some people say Jamar Chase, but he's been... Yeah, he's, he's like right there rough. as... He's been, it's been rough for him, right? But yeah. like right now, you ask me like, hey, who are you starting this week? You know, let's, assuming Amon Ra's active, doesn't even matter what the matchup is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Amon Ra, you know, assuming that he's healthy, right? Yeah. Um. So, and the based on the based on a lot of the trade questions that I've been getting uh, over the past week or so people are not viewing him as that high-end wide receiver one even if you buy him as like a high-end wide receiver two or something like that do it low-end wide receiver one do it it's worth it he's he's a league winning type of player yeah i hear what you're talking about the momentum just finally swung the other direction for him you know because he had that streak of games where he just went crazy catching what eight eight passes caught in however many games across two seasons you know um that that was huge for him and people were talking about i'm on ross st brown you know as a high-end wide receiver one before these past few weeks um there's no reason to be concerned about him in this offense i don't think he was held off the field for the majority of plays last week against new england because of that um ankle injury we talked about 
he now has two weeks to recover essentially before he gets back on the field and that's only good news for him he should come back to be 100 percent. and even in a tough matchup with dallas like we said he's pretty much matchup proof because you know jared golf likes throwing to him obviously when he's on the field but he just wasn't on the field much last week um before that you know he did go out was it against the vikings for a little bit and that kind of limited his production in that game too so if you look at his track record these past few weeks you could use that as justification at, oh you know he's producing a little bit lower you know he like you said he just did you dirty this week he only played on what was it like 40 percent of snaps or something like that you know you could use that leverage to get him low in a trade i'd i'd be surprised if the market's down on him because you know he had such a good stretch of games before this happened but you know the fantasy community it's it's fickle they, they tend to drop guys really quick and pick them up that fast um three performances that left much to be desired kind of have his price maybe a little bit lower than we'd like it to be you can pick him up before the momentum swings back in the other direction exactly exactly before people realize that he's in that tier with stefan diggs and cooper cup and all those guys or right. maybe a tier below but he's in a tier yeah. on his own above any any other wide receiver after that yeah, um, take advantage of people yeah. questioning his status you know as far as where he falls in the grand scheme of things with wide receivers i just hit my mic with my hand Zach just like bumped into Zach just just demonstrating the tears in front of me with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on, man. AJ Brown, he's fifth in the NFL in receiving yards right now. Yeah. Behind Justin Jefferson, behind Cooper Cup, behind, behind all the guys we just listed, Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs. And Tyreek Hill's also like up near that tier as well, by the way, that we were just talking about with Amaral St. Brown. But fifth in the NFL receiving yards behind those guys. He has one touchdown. In five games. Yeah. So these they've combined for 13 touchdowns this year. So touchdowns are coming for A.J. Brown, right? Especially with the Eagles remaining schedule, which is looking pretty sweet for wide oh, receivers. Yeah. Um, and that they have a pass-first mentality. They're dropping back, you know, with the league's top drop backers amongst <laughs> drop all, backers. The NFL, <laughs> all the NFL teams. They're passing it yeah. at a very high rate. They're dropping back at a very high rate. Um, so listen, for, for AJ Brown, like I'm looking at him as a wide receiver one. We talked about this before the season began, that he is going to be a top 12 wide receiver. It's coming to fruition. But once those touchdowns start to come, that's really when AJ Brown is going to start, you know, showing out some big fantasy outputs. Oh, yeah. And for me, AJ Brown, he's one of the most obvious buys, you know, in my opinion. Um, Devonte Smith has come on, you know, as a favorite target of Jalen Hurts recently. You know, he's getting more targets than even I anticipated him getting. Um, Brown's touchdown production lagging significantly behind his yardage is, you know, what I think is bringing his value down a little bit. Fantasy managers who enjoyed his explosive week one performance where he got, was it like, was it 14 or 17? Uh, some target number in the teens, but he caught double digit passes and he looked really good. And we saw like really high production despite a touchdown. Um, they, he's kind of left fantasy managers you know, looking at him as having left meat on the bone since in the four games that he's played since that explosive outing. He's averaging, I think, just 13 points a game in the last four games, and he caught a season low three balls in week five against the Cardinals. Uh, he's yet to register fewer than seven targets in a game, however, which is promising for his prospects moving forward. I do like him still as a wide receiver one in Philly. I think the touchdowns are coming, like you said. It's a good offense. It's one thing if you're not scoring touchdowns and the rest of your offense isn't scoring touchdowns. But the rest of the offense is scoring touchdowns in the situation with Philly. They're the only undefeated team left in the league so far. So, A.J. Brown, coming in this week, I said I was going to note about it. I think I talked about it a little bit on Monday um, as A.J. Brown being a buy-low candidate after a rough week this past week. I think he has much better days ahead. 